Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. My name's Andy Mitton. Um, it's noon on a Saturday and I'm stood outside Lee Sports Village ahead of the Manchester Derby at under-23 level. Um, I did an interview last night with Nicky Button and Ryan Giggs and Nicky was telling me about the game and I thought, kicks off four and a half hours before the game at Old Trafford so I'll come down here and just bumped into a group of young United fans and I was struck by the number of younger fans at this game because uh, there's free entrance, you can see adverts for the game right along the East Lanks Road coming away from Manchester and there should be a decent crowd here today. I think the City have got the stronger side. I don't think anyone's hiding that. United have got a very good under-18 side. But bumped into a group just outside um, the, the main stand. You, where are you from? Boothstown. The town or the football team? You look like a or young... the Boothstown t- football team. Right. But we live in Boothstown. What age group? Under-12. So you're all under-12s and you're all United fans from Boothstown. So Giggs is from that area, isn't he? He's from just up the road in yeah. in, in Worsley. What's your name? Finn Morgan. Who's your favourite player? Uh, you don't have a United, favourite United player? Just like them all? Yeah, probably. No? Who else? You United fans, lads? Who's yeah. your favourite players? Uh, Pogba. Pogba, you? Uh, Rashford. Go uh, on. You must have one. Who do you like? None of them. De Gea. Um, oh, and you're a goalkeeper. And how do you know about this game today? Why have you come here to this? Because um, our football team invited us. And have you been to Old Trafford for a first team game? Yeah, few. And which ones have you been to? Um, most of them. I can't name them all. And when you come to reserve game, it's. Is it attractive for you lads to come because you're all young lads, you can watch the stars of the future? What, what do you like about the idea of, of coming to a game like, like this today? Uh, Singing, having a pop at City fans, what is it? Um, just like looking at like looking at potential players. And do you know any of the younger players? Uh, uh, yeah, one of our mates has a cousin that played, but I can't remember his name. Right. And you're from Boothstown, is that a United or City area? Uh, uh, both, really. Would you say it's 50-50 or...? Yeah, 50-50. I'm, I'm, really? It's 50-50. Did you know that Eric Cantona used to live in Boostown? Do you know where Eric Cantona is? Yeah. He used to live in Boostown. I live so in Worsley. You live in Worsley? Yeah, I live in and You live in Swinton? I live in Astley. How are your team doing this season? Good, we've won every game. We've How many games have you played? Uh, about five. What <laughs> position do you play? Uh, centre midfield. Who would you like to be? What sort of player do you? Like, what position? You play centre midfield, what, who do you model your game on? I don't know, really. You thought Pogba would be one who you, you really like. Who's the coach? Come on, come on, you're all, be, all being shy. Why did you bring the, the lads down here today? Why is it a good day out for them? Oh, it's just great to see the, the young, you know, the, the young players of the future. So uh, be good. Hopefully, I'll learn something as well. So. How did you find out about this game? He told me. How did you find out? <laughs> Email. From we've, been, you? we've been before. We've been to uh, games before. So. So United are getting in touch with people like you, yeah. who are involved in youth football, yeah. and saying, "Come to this game." Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's great. No, it's free, isn't it? It's free. It's free. It's, it's, you know, it's good for the kids, isn't it? It's good team building exercise for the lads. So. Yeah. No, no. And. Um, you're watching a decent standard of football and it's yeah. free it's a good yeah. facility yeah. you can park the car yeah. whereas to go to Old Trafford and take so many well, you just couldn't afford it yeah. it's just a club club couldn't afford to pay for it to take them all to United so no it's uh, ideal for them ideal for a club like us anyway and 
Describe what the situation is for youth football in, in, in Manchester and Salford. It's a long time since I'd go over to places like Dean's and play against um, a young Ryan Wilson, as he was a, a yeah. long time ago. Oh. What the state of the pitch is? Are you getting sufficient funding? Is it a problem? A friend of mine helps out at Trafford and he was struggling to get the 160 quid needed for the balls at the start of the season. And that struck me because it's three miles from Old Trafford and so much money in yet on the other hand that there seems to be to be issues as well you're closer to it than I am started filtering through the money we don't get as much money as you would hope and a lot of it's self-funded um, but no he's, he's getting better it's better from when I first started maybe six years ago something like that you know there's funding for coaching there's funding for the training courses um, there's funding like my son's a referee uh, Manchester FA have just paid for that so no he's, he's getting better you know the, the money is coming down now so uh, whereas it probably didn't say ten years ago and how much does it cost to run a team like Boothstown for a season? And then all the players chipping subs in as well? Yeah, it costs around probably about four grand, something like that a year. Right. Uh, with kit costs and whatnot, if you can't get a sponsor. Have you got a sponsor? Yeah, yeah, we've got, look, fortunately, we've got a sponsor. Um, so, yeah, with sports, sports, it's the higher costs, higher costs eating to all the, the money that we kind of have. Who are you sponsor? This is listened to by 25,000 fans. Let's give you sponsor a plug if they're we're, supporting we're, local. We're, spo- we're sponsored by Barrett Holmes. All right, so okay. So they're quite a big sponsor. And are you United fans yourselves? Yeah, yeah. We're half, half and half. We're half United, half sitting, and we've got a couple of Chelsea fans. Right. So, uh, no, no. So, Booth Town is half and half now? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, there's not many, not many Bolton fans anymore. But... So, there used to be Bolton fans, yeah, yeah. and perhaps there's more City fans now because they've got a good team. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. That's yeah. been the shift. Well, I mean, what's the name? We had a, for a long standing partnership with Bolton Wanderers. Right. Um, but Salford City, uh, we just got a partnership going with Salford City. Um, so, they've, they've ploughed some money into the club, um, upgraded the pitches. Um, so yeah it's been a, a good form good form of revenue for us uh, no. brilliant well thanks for your time all of you and good luck for the rest of this season and I hope you enjoy the game today this will be on the United We Stand podcast right, we'll, we'll, we'll put it out tomorrow take care of yourselves alright bye bye so I'm walking now in, into the ground just seeing Keith hello mate I'm on the United We Stand podcast here nice to see you you're live now I'm live again you, you're a figure who is very well known to United fans because of your programme Stall close that's, to the ground. That's right. How long have you run it for? Uh, well, I, I've not run it now for three years, but yeah. I did run it for about 20 25 years. Yeah, and how's your health now? My health is good now, thank good. you very much. Yeah, I'm in remission and everything, so uh, everything's good, Andy. And you're still a collector, still a collector, still into the programs, St- still a dealer. That's why I'm here today. Just got the team sheet so now, just, now. Off to Old Trafford. So you just come down for the team sheet. And some and so there's some lads in there who've actually been to Blackburn for the under 18 game. Saw the first half there. They've come here for this game, and now they're off to Old. Uh, uh, after this game, then they soon straight to Old Trafford. So it's a uh, big day out for everybody today. You're a long time collector. What would be the two programmes which would be the holy grail? I think you asked me that last time I spoke to you, Andy. Uh, the Red Star Belgrade away, obviously, and then, 58. and then, uh, yeah, and then probably difficult one. The oldest program you can come up with. Yeah, yeah. If you ever see anything with Newton Heath, you know you uh, you can sell it and go on holiday. Have a good time with it. Lovely to see you. Take and care. Bye bye. So it's great to see Keith. I've seen him outside Old Trafford for as long as I've done. You know, we stand. He has a little cabin by the side of the. Um, Red Star Sports over by the Bishop Blaze. So I'm going to walk into the ground now. God, the game kicks off in about four or five minutes. So hopefully I'll get a team sheet.
So I've come from Lee, um, finished 1-0, left just before the end, wasn't a great game of football. Not entirely convinced that a lot of those United players are going to make it, if, if any of them, from being realistic. Um, but that's not just an opinion of form watching today. And I've come down to Old Trafford, there's a nice atmosphere building ahead of the game against Newcastle United. Um, bumped into David May. How are you doing, David? Very good, mate. Just got my uh, latest edition of United We Stand. Good man. Trust yeah. that you're going to read it and spread the word. We get loads of people inside the club. You're doing MUTV today? I'm not. I'm doing a little bit for Astro for the um, Malaysian, uh, Malaysian television company. So, looking okay. forward to it. What have you been up to? Uh, not a lot, mate. Just usual stuff. Glad the internationals are over because... Uh, they just bore the arse off me, so yeah. uh, glad to be back. 13 games now before the end of the, end of the year, yeah. so um, looking forward to it. What are you making of United this season? The last couple of weeks, we've struggled scoring going forward, but uh started off ever so well, we did. Um, for the moment, sanging on the tails of uh, City, but you know they've got to have a blip, I'm sure they will do over the season. Um, it's great that Pogba and Zlatan and um, Rojo's back this week, so... Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, you, you mentioned Rojo. What does he do well as a defender? Well, I, th- I think I think last year um, he came into it. Obviously, you know, I think a lot of people are doubting him, but um, I think if he's potentially show what he can do, whether it's a left back, personally, I, I, I'd much rather see him centre half. Um, I know he prefers a blade. I spoke to him quite yeah, a lot. Yeah. But you, a lot of the time, Mourinho uses this free at the back, doesn't it? The central free. Yeah. Well, I mean, perfect. Well, you know, left hand side, centre half, it's perfect for him. Mm. Either Jones and Baye in the middle, perfect for him. And Phil Jones, he's played every game. I don't think he's going to play today, but he's played just about every game this this season in the league. I, I think it's, I think Phil, if you keep him fit, I think he's, he's at, me personally, I think he's our best centre half. Baye, yeah, potentially it can be fantastic. It's a little bit rash, um, but the best pairing I think is, is by Ian Jones. We spoke about Jones. He's, he's reading in the game. His anticipation yeah. seems to have improved. Yeah, well, he's not as rash. He's not as as daft as what he has been charging in and, and um, getting injured. You know, probably by the way he plays it. You know, he's he's a brave lad. Sometimes uh, puts his bravery first before actually thinking about what he's doing. But. Um, even that, you know, England this week have an injection before a game. What's that all about? You know, the club have to look at it. I'm sure they will do. Jose's not happy, and I'm sure Phil isn't. What does Bailly need to do to become a top-level central defender? I think he just has to think before some of the challenges he does. Yeah, he's, he's very eager. He's, he's rash at times, and, but in time that'll 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 get out of his game. I think Phil Jones was very much like that, and now he's starting to think that way of not being rash, not diving in. You saw maybe the other week uh, the penalty, or it should have been a penalty, I mean, Scholes thought it was a penalty, Berber didn't. Um, when did you see Berber? I didn't, it was on. Oh, I'll tell it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to see him a few weeks ago. He's yeah. a great lad. He's, he looks a. He's top a funny lad. lad. Yeah, yeah. He, he gave me some quotes that I never thought would see the light of day in publication. <laughs> he asked me about my kids, I said, I've got two daughters. He said, So have I, have you got a gun? So why would he have a gun? He said, I've got two, one to protect each daughter. <laughs> Funny lad. Yeah, so looking forward to it today, mate. Three points. Yeah, score prediction? Uh, I'm predicting three or four nil. Finally, the left-back position's been a problem position for United this season, hasn't it? It has. Ashley Young's done ever so well, though. I think, he just, yep. um, I think he's gone in there uh, and, done a, and done a great job. I think 
there's no need to change things around or anything. You know, to stick him at left back, he does a great job, gets forward, gets plenty of crosses in. Good crosses as well. Excellent, excellent. Listen, Lukaku's been missing all them chances, all, all them opportunities because you need to get people going about seven games without scoring a goal, but he needs a supply. You reckon you could still do a job finally if you we were picked today? All day. Really? Yeah. What, 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 you clearly make a, a tit of yourself, but how? What? Fitness? Fitness, I'd look, uh, I'd look a bit of a tit, yeah. Give me about, give me six weeks to get fit and I'll be all right. Really? Yeah, 100%. Still need to go. It's all in the end. You reckon you could do a job for centre-half? How old are you now? 47. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, mate. Lovely to see you. Good. So it was good to talk to David then. And this podcast is brought to us, to you, in conjunction with redarmybet.com. Have a look on the website redarmybet.com for the latest odds and offers there's lots of United specific bets on there I'm stood on some at Busby Way I love this atmosphere and the fanzine sellers the smells the hot dogs the, the, the anticipation ahead of a football game the queues of the people waiting to get to have a drink there's lots of police around security is, is, is very tight you hear people from all around the world um, with Steve Armstrong Steve how are you feeling about the game today United against Newcastle United you are going on about people from all around the world and yeah. you find someone from Boston find someone from Boston yeah. mate um, what's the question how are you feeling about the game oh, today well, do you know what I um, I got really quite excited yesterday when I heard the news that Pogba was back uh, Ibrahimovic was in the squad yeah. Marcus Rocco who I still think is United on his day is his best defender and he's got that element of madness and mental yeah. about him so if you were from where he's get, from you'd be well, exactly, mad as well exactly but um, you know I me mean, getting three hard bastards in the squad back again because I think we've been we've been lame and a bit soft in the last couple of weeks um, and what got us really to where we are with that great start was the fact that we had a bit of muscle in the side so I was really really pleased to see that and I'm hoping that that's give the dressing room a lift the squad a big lift the manager a big lift as well because he's been walking around with his head up his ass for four or five weeks now so hopefully he's going to give the squad a big boost in what's going to be a busy period, you know, because uh, you've got Champions League still coming up, uh, League Cup's going to be back round, and we've got that mental Christmas week, couple of midweek away games as well. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be all hands on deck in it for a few weeks. So yeah, it's good to have him back. Do you think Jose Mourinho will be manager here next August? Yeah. Why? Because I think ultimately he knows that this is the right place for him. He knows that this is the right stage for him. I think he needs help uh, personally. I think this is where, when I look at him in that state, I think who's getting him to one side, putting his arm around his shoulder saying, come on, you're the man for this club. You're doing the right things. Look at where you've come from to where the club is now, etc., etc., etc. He's got to start piling pressure on himself and you need teams around you who are going to stop him doing that. So, you know, I'm hoping that United and the, in the board and in the players and everything else do give because he does need that element of security, isn't he? You know, he's a winner. Um, when things when he's not winning or... Um, I think I think the City game in a couple of weeks is going to be massive on that front. So, but yeah, I mean, where else is he going to go? He's not going to get another club job. I don't care what people say. PSG won't touch him with a barge pole. Why wouldn't they? Because they just won't. He just doesn't fit in with you know. He keeps, he's been flirting himself at them for years, um, and they also know that he's probably not going to have too much left in the tank for more club management um, in the last you know in what would be the last throw of his dice I said that this would be Jose Mourinho's last ever club job when he joined and I stand by that um, so you know he'll probably manage his country for one last hurrah 
he might have a bit of a mess around in the US or anything else. But no, I firmly believe that he'll be here for a little while yet. If he isn't, then we have to accept that he wasn't mentally strong enough to deal with the pressure of day-to-day management at United, despite his obvious brilliance. So, you know, it's up to him that. I spoke to someone this morning who knows, and we spoke about what I've just asked you, and I don't think anyone, any decision's been made on, on where Jose is going to be next season yet. We saw what the message he sent out for PSG. You can see that they could probably double his wages, that Paris would be an attractive place for the family to live in, that he would win the league, that he's not got the hindrance of having Jose, of having Pep Guardiola, who's getting the better of him at, at, at the moment. But I just don't think the decision has been made. And PSG are doing really well with Unai Emery, exactly. who's someone I, I interviewed several times if, in, listen, PS, in Spain. PSG are a club that are seriously on, on the up and on the move. And I think they, they'll want somebody who's going to be, you know... Um, if they were in the European Cup, they're not going to bin the manager. No, they are. No, that's. I mean, well, Real Madrid have done that ample time. So, yeah. Um, but um, no, he, I, I still think Mourinho I, has got. You know, that, that's the club that's talking about signing the best players in the world and throwing everything at it to become European champions. Jose Mourinho is still coming on the back of that pretty rough last year at Chelsea, on and off the pitch. He's had a couple of trials and tribulations outside of work himself, and he's had his own challenges here, despite the fact that we've seen massive progression from when he started to where he's come to. Really, is is he's not in that elite world manager beat camp class yet. He'll probably need to get United back to winning a title or to getting into the last stages. Oh, hey, mate, all right, of the Champions League um, before he even gets into that level of management again. So you know. I think you've got to put him in the context of where he's at in terms of his current career performance. Is he in the top four or five managers in the world at the minute? Probably not. So the reality of it is, if PSG wants to aspire to that level, well, then I doubt they're going to pick the manager of someone who's sort of fifth in, in the sort of pecking order. They may well do, but I just can't see it happening. The players, not everyone likes Mourinho at United, but the players certainly do. Well, I was with... Um, I went to Valencia on Thursday to see Andreas Pereira and it was clear talking to him and he was interesting for a young lad that the players really, really buy into the manager. They feel that he protects them. How can you not like him though? They've had Moyes to deal with and all his negativity. They had the life sucked out of them with the philosophy from the Dutchman Um, and now they've got somebody here who's tactically smart, clever. Yeah. You know, knows, Winning, knows how to manage people. He's doing a good, he's yeah. doing a, he's a good job. Absolutely. Not everyone's convinced. I, I wrote in a piece this week where I said he's, he's doing a good job, and people are like, no, he's not. He's doing an average job. It smells really strongly here of, of burgers. Um, well, I've quit that job, so you can't be blaming me. For <laughs> I'm, that. Not, I'm not going to blame you for it. But <laughs> you know, I wish should it, today should today there be some sort of form of extractor fan here because it, it's not not normally. Yeah, I think it adds like to this. the old, I, Listen, I. I can't remember the score from the first game I went to, right? Although I can remember the sights, the sounds and the smells of my first trip to Old Trafford and charcoal happens to be one of them. So I'm quite a lot, I'm happy with it's that. It's more than a game. New United, That's why I go to football is more than a game. Yeah. I got absolutely slaughtered this week by the e-gaming community after I wrote an article. Yeah. Um, well, you know for well... Observations. That, yeah. Well, it's <laughs> just... The e-gaming community are basically... We know who they are, don't we? Um, they didn't agree with my article. I must have had a thousand as, as somebody, abusive messages. As, as somebody said on the coach coming back from uh, Huddersfield, 
Um, those kind of people are people with very, very difficult passwords to crack for their hard Careful. drives. Careful. Um, <laughs> I wrote an article where I poked fun out of my own preconceptions. New, New United, we stand it wasn't well, interpreted. Yeah, that's um, just, you know, that, just, I was just quoting what you said, that's all. New United, um, we stand so out for the today, 2.50. We're, we'll go to Baal this week. And then um, I'll do Baal. Oh, I've, I mean, I've got a South America at the start of December. I'm going to do a load of matches there. So you can do a run of podcasts and I'll do a bit of journalism and so, seeing, seeing my so, in-laws. So, so that sounds... So what you want, what you're saying there is, is I'm working Christmas and you're not. That's exactly <laughs> what you're saying. I, I'll be working. Yeah. I just won't be at the games. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's what the listeners... <laughs> I'll, be go, the I'll listeners, be going to mental games. The listeners will judge. You know, I'll be here in the rain because it'll be freezing. You'll be sat in some... <laughs> Some exact lounge with your pet. I, I, I will definitely not be in an exact lounge. Stand out today if you could say sat in the sun with ultras in Argentina watching, I love watching football over there. I've got to be honest, and I'll probably catch up with people like Juan Sebastian Bron, maybe Gabriel Hines, although he was a bit of a knob last time I interviewed him. Do you know what I I loved Veron so so much? We we he was so far ahead of his time. He's a top fella, and I saw him last time and. New United, we stand out today. Nice to see Texas. you. Don't can get we have, it on. Can we have a female voice on the podcast, please? No, please do you remember her last? last do you remember last, her last, last female time, voice? You didn't even edit it off, no, mate. Sorry. You were very critical, I remember. Who was? Was it, no, was no, it, was no, it Van she, Hall? She, no, she used she used a, a, a phrase that <laughs> no one's ever heard before, to the point where it's the only time you've ever had a go at me. Right. Do you remember the I remember. blank blank off? Right. So let's be nice and sensible then. Yeah, I remember it. It was the Bournemouth one. That Bournemouth podcast. No, no, but hang on. He, he had a go at me for it and then, then fucking left it in. Yeah, left it in, didn't he? What kind of editor's that? <laughs> if you didn't like it, check it out. I mean, I New United, it was great, it's, it's a good job. He, he summed up the day, didn't it, really? No, he did. I think that was a point where the people were absolutely furious. They travelled to Bournemouth in December. <laughs> They'd been beaten. And I'm all for reflecting how how the fans feel I think it's a strength for the podcast great words and, though, great words and after Chelsea last week people were saying we just love you know the strength of the opinions here I don't always agree with him but I have to agree with him but after that after that Bournemouth one I thought jeez this is really 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 strong this I'm going to get filled in here no 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 so now is your time for, for redemption how are you feeling about the game today Will Manchester United beat Newcastle United? I've not even seen the team, although I got I got an inkling earlier today of who the team was. How do you feel about Paul Pogba coming back? Absolutely men's. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Rojo. Yeah, brilliant. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Absolutely. You're yeah. just full of... You're just He's a proper man, isn't it? All of them. Well, not, not all of them. Who's no, a proper man? Zlatan. Um, In what order? Well, you know what I mean, don't you? Do you fancy Zlatan? No, if you, were, no, if you met no, Slatan no, in a bar, I don't come to football to fancy the footballers. All right. But to look at him, he's just proper. Just you just know that he's he's everything in there. You just fucking spit him out. <laughs> <laughs> New United, um, we um, I, I saw a comment from you, I think, a few United weeks ago after an interview Berbatov. Oh God, yes, definitely. Uh, definitely yeah. what? Oh yeah, I, he's, I, he's, he's I, ideal. He's he's I, the I, ultimate. He's um absolutely he's a good fella. He's aged well. I've t- yeah, I've told you next New time you're interviewing, I'm coming with you. Got his number now? Yeah, defo. <laughs> um, no, his wife's too fit, I'd never compete. 
I've not seen this wife actually. But I mean, if you're Berbatov in Bulgaria, you're not going to go short of female attention, are you? Definitely not. There's the ultimate. Well, judging by what he was like at work, I reckon he was a right lazy bastard at home. What, in bed? No, just around the house. I bet he just lounges around doing nothing. Because when he got paid thousands, he just lounged about doing nothing. His touch was immense. It was like he was doing the washing up. It came so simple to him. It'd just be slick. He's an absolute shambles. No. You, were, you weren't a fan of his? No. no. The penalty at the penalty at, <laughs> at, at Everton in the semi-final, I'm still furious about it. You've just got, you've and, just got to put that to the back of your mind. If he'd have put that shot in when it came across him from a yard out in that semi-final... Oh, that's the worst one. Uh, at Wembley, 2011. Yeah, but, yeah, but you've, you, there's, there's been others who have missed absolute sitters and done stupid things like that. When you look at the grief, someone like, hey, mate, enjoy your mag, thank you. Interview with Did you like we're just talking about him now? I'm glad you liked it. What did you like about the Berbatov? The bit with the wife. The bit with the, we're talking about his wife? <laughs> Don't talk about his wife, I'm the wife. In fact, he wanted that top. He did? Did you get it? I did. He did. Alright, take care. Just on that though, is. You think about the grief and the shit that Rooney got throughout his whole career. After Rob, what you he know did. my reasons for absolutely can't stand him. You know, I had to rename then, two cats. And then I had big Rooney and baby Rooney. I had to rename yeah, two, hey, mate, two right. cats after Sunderland in 2009. Yes, didn't I? New United. Rename your cats from big Rooney and baby Rooney to the mummies and the babies after Rooney. Remember coming back from Sunderland yeah. when, I, when I seen him at um, yeah. Birch Services? Yeah. And he was with one of the CES guys and he yeah. totally like blanked us. Yeah. I got, so, on, uh, I got on the phone to you moaning, didn't I? After he ignored you, you just thought, do one. I'm not naming my cats after no, no, you anymore. The cats. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, you? Oh, wait, this is for the, the po- United We Stand podcast. How are you feeling about the game today? 4 0. <laughs> you see, you're confident. That's fairly positive, that. How long have you followed United for? 62 years. Where are you from? Originally from Stratford. I live in Rosendale now. So what was the first United team you can yeah, remember? Who were the first players? Today, 62 years ago. Ray Wood. Yeah, the goalkeeper. Bill Fultz. Yeah. Roger Byrne, my favourite ever player. Yeah. New United, Coleman. we stand out today, 250. Um, you can remember the babes. Yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. Jones, Duncan Edwards. Yeah. Johnny Berry. Yeah. Billy Whelan. Tommy Taylor. You can remember them. Dennis and uh, David Pegg. Have yeah. you seen anyone in all of that time as lazy as Berbatov? Who's the best player you've seen in those oh, 62 years? It's hard to sort of say, isn't it? Really? I mean, I've, I've seen so many great players at United. Absolutely superb. And the best game? I, I would probably go for the game United, in Barcelona. Stand out yeah. Today, um, did you go there? Yeah. You've been going to away games as well? Oh, yeah. Really? Off to Ball on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. We stand um, out today too. Is it rude if I ask how old you are? Because I know you're not in your, like, 21 anymore. 72. 73 next month. And you're going to Ball? Yeah. New United, we in, stand um, out today 250. Yeah. Get to them all if you can. Yeah. How are you, how are you getting to Ball? Fine. We're Thomas yeah. Cooks. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And what's your name? Ian. New United we What's your second name, Ian? Boswell. Has Ian yeah. Bread, if you remember it. Yeah, I remember. Um, it's lovely to talk to you. And you. I just saw you walking past and yeah. I thought you'd be an interesting man. And you were... Flattery will get you everywhere. Enjoy United <laughs> Enjoy we stand. Cheers.
by every by every week by Spanger, he's a top top man. I love that sense of community. Yeah. I really do. Well, the thing it is, seventy year old black buying, buying fanzines. You know what I mean? And it's just it's just great. What must he make of Mike Duff's poems? <laughs> 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 about a clairvoyance night in Boston yeah, yeah. it's probably the same as I make of them <laughs> yeah, no, the United no. we stand out today 2.50 no he's a good bloke he's been at it he, you know that's the best thing about selling I've said this to you before you know I don't need to do it and but I love the of just hanging around on the street watching characters come past and chatting away and, and, you know, it's their bag you know what I mean yeah 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 you know, it belongs to them and you know, that's why we do it yeah we do and hundreds of hours go into it I'm glad it's still going we get, well, I remember, we get you know, loads of support for it well you remember how good Wet Skies Grey was yeah. but they, they had the content but they, had, they didn't have people who stand out and sell it and nor did the Mag the Newcastle yeah. fanzine yeah. after and that a while another, another decent one you know yeah. what I mean so um, and, and they lost that you know that, that street presence I think is important yeah, and totally. that community and yeah. you look out for people and help people and it's, it's an important part of, of going to the match and yeah. we, we've got readers around the world now and I think that's fantastic and people who've moved away from Manchester people yeah. who all think Berbatov's lazy people who've grown up in Minnesota New United we stand out today Madden. 250 yeah, well there was a big branch event here yesterday and I remember I, I told you before I, I, I was the stereotypical Mac Union who used to have a bit of a wins at the out of town support you know getting this getting that but remember I, I had to live in London for three years years back and I was doing the drive here every week and the drive back and it just changed my whole attitude towards you know there's people here who for 40 years have been coming from Plymouth and getting on buses I've been on at the bus. in the morning yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. yeah. you know what well, I mean it's free, un- free in the morning as it was unbelievable this year. It commitment. It's a and it's the broader the church the prouder you should be of it yeah no it's, yeah, right, it's mate, brilliant 250, mate. we've got the Bristol Reds in the current issue of United Week stand and they set off at daft o'clock for games which start at daft o'clock no totally you know, and the thing is we get, we get the buzz you know our thoughts about the longer the away the better but that's alright when it's every fortnight because you get a break from it but when it's every week yeah. you know it's an unbelievable commitment yeah, yeah. and one thing I definitely got to see was it's not so much the commitment of getting in it's the time that it takes yeah. totally out of your family life you know what I mean so alright mate how are you right I'm going to head towards the ground there's an hour to kick off now with Michael Martin who's uh, He's a Newcastle United fan, he's a proud Geordie, he's a lad I've known for a long time, a lad I've had a lot of respect for, and he's edited the Newcastle United fanzine, True Faith, for a long, long time. I've, I've met him up there many, many times. I sense that he's a bit of a mancophile. He did a, a lovely article this week on the Munich Air disaster. He got very, very excited when Nicky Butt joined Newcastle United. Um, he taught me that there's more than one United I obviously know that um, there's more than one United but when I got to Newcastle he just talks about United and I respect the fact that the United in Newcastle is clearly Newcastle United because they are a massive massive club and when my uncle Charlie went to manage that massive club for three years he went because Sir Matt Busby said they get 30,000 to watch the kit drag at St James's Park cheers for joining us um, before we go into the ground how are you feeling about Newcastle United season? Um, you did a piece in the new fanzine, which was really good, giving a, a good update. Do you come to Old Trafford and think you've got a chance of getting a result, or do you come thinking we've got a terrible record here, I'm just going to lose? Um, well, you know, you've got it. If you look at it sensibly, um, 
Man United have got a um, a much better team than Newcastle United. So you know that's what you've got to what you've got to think. In, uh, what you've got that's what you've got to think. You've got to think rationally. You know. So we've got a, the thick end of seven million quid in our strike force. Uh, if he plays Jocelyn and Perez today, um, I owe I watched him for Tenerife. Oh, yeah. He stood out a mile. Yeah, well, he, I watched him when he was a young boy. He's in. He's in and out. He's in and out. Is is how he was. He put. Um, so you pay. Seven, you get what you pay for a lot of the time in this game, and um, and we we haven't got a lot up top. Um, so I would imagine Rafa will, will try and park the bus. Um, he will try and. Uh, and have a defensive plan, um, and that's and we'll play a lot of the game without the ball. But that's that's where we are right now. You told me some things about Rafa Benitez, which interested me a lot. And I went to watch your team in April in Cardiff. I went in your way, and I spoke to loads of Geordies, proper football fans. They travelled down. It's a long fucking way from Newcastle to to Cardiff, and they adored Rafa Benitez. If I said his name around these parts, they associate him with what he did at Liverpool they call him a, a fat Spanish waiter you're yeah. clearly going to get a jaundiced view yeah. why is he adored in your city? He's adored in Newcastle because he's, uh, he's an elite manager uh, to start off with that's the, that's the key thing he's a talented man he's got a record um, you know that stands next to anyone and he believes what we believe which is Newcastle United can be a really top club you know we can be a top side uh, if we get the right uh, structure, the right investment, the right plan, etc., there's nothing to stop us from competing at the at the very at the very very top. Uh, and Rafa gets that, and he believes that the same as we do. Um, so that's key thing. A lot of the Kevin Keegan about him as well. Um, not a, not as emotional as Kevin, but he believes, and that's the key thing. And we've been fed a lot of shite off the media about being deluded and you're owning your castle and blah, blah, blah. We get a lot of disrespect from uh, the, London, the London media. So um, when, we get, when, we, when we get a major uh, world figure in football like Rafa telling us what we believe is correct, um, then he gets that back. He gets that back in love and respect from, from us. And and as a person in the background, I was just coming. I was just coming to that, Andy. Yeah, as a as a man, he's a very very good man. Um, he's he's tough, um, but um, uh, he'll turn up at um, charity things. Uh, so for for example, we ran a, a um, an event, a public event, where we, we sold about two hundred and odd tickets, and we had. Um, we had a number of people who, uh, journalists had came and the money was to raise money for the, the uh, supporters food bank for, for local people and we, we raised about... Uh, the United will stand, we'll be making a contribution to that food bank as well. Yeah, thank Tried you, to Andy. do it last Saturday, you see how hard it is? Yeah, yeah, that's, not, that's, that's something they're going to have to work on. Yeah. But um, there were people there from the club watching what was going on um, and, um, and obviously a phone call was made and to Rafa and Rafa put in about 300 quid into the pot phoned his contribution in and he's done a lot of stuff like that you know he's a he's a bloke that gets it and when he got the job at, at Newcastle I contacted some Liverpool lads I know from the spirit of Shankly and they said give, they give me chapter and verse on what he was like and what we'd get and they've been 100% right he's a good man and he's a great manager I don't really care whether or not Man United fans believe that or not. You know, I'm well, not you, here to win. You shouldn't care. I'm not, I'm not here to win hearts and minds. Your point about delusion. When I spoke to hardcore Geordies at the Cardiff game, and I walked to the stadium with them, I nearly got beaten up because a, a young group of Cardiff scallies 
try to pick me and two big Geordie lads off the two Geordie lads who were the same age as me early 40s laughed at them I've never seen hooligans not fight before because they've been laughed at and the two Geordies this was mad one of them come up to me and said you're a Man United fan how on earth do you know I'm a Man United fan we're in the streets of Cardiff I saw you once on MUTV why were you watching MUTV I said to this Newcastle fan I watch everything about football on TV and he did and I just thought I don't think I've ever met someone who's consumed apart from Jamie Carragher so much football I wouldn't dream of watching Newcastle United's uh, media output yeah not only did he watch it he remembered me Hi. and protected me as we walked to the ground well, I'm, and I'm, they were top lads I'm glad he didn't Gates get a said, oh well the best of the best Andy everyone <laughs> I met that day separately where are you from mate Gateshead thinking is anyone actually from Newcastle Pods? is anyone from the city here yeah. well it's a bit like it. I mean I suppose it's a similar Salford Gate, yeah, yeah Gateshead's, Gateshead's to Newcastle what Salford is to Manchester I suppose yeah yeah and so Rafa's good. Tell me finally before going to the ground, um, Mike Ashley. I can remember going to see you there in 2007, and he, he became persona non grata. He won't be missed when he's gone. There's a lot of talk of a takeover. You think that's for the better of the club if that if that, if that oh, happens? Abs- absolutely. There's got to be a change. There's, we've got to get, we've got to get some fresh air in the place. And uh, uh, and if if the if the takeover doesn't go through, I, I um, I'm um, I'm absolutely. Uh, certain that the club will go into a tailspin. Um, I can't see them keeping a hold of Rafa if uh, if Ashley's going to be there in the longer term. Um, I'll tell you how bad it is about him. He, he, he makes good people bad, does Mike Ashley. So there's a sadly there was a, an air crash in helicopters crashed in Berkshire yesterday. Yeah. Have a text coming on. You don't think it's smiley face texts, etc. That's that's the kind of level of really? hatred, hatred that there really? is for the man. People yeah. asking. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, half, half open, joking, etc. Um, and that's not a good place for anyone to be. No. And he's just got to go. He's just got to get out, do something else. I hope he never ever buy, gets any involvement in football ever again. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. We didn't start well, but um, I, I don't blame my players. I blame in the good, in, in the positive sense. I blame Benitez. Very experienced, very intelligent. The team was very well organized. They started very well, creating us problems we couldn't play, and at the same time they were creating us problems in in our in our defensive in our defensive areas. But um, the goal was like a wake-up call, and the team reacted very, very well and and very strong. Uh, I think. Good leadership by Poland and and Emania in that in that area, and then we start producing. And of course, to score in the in the first half was was very important because it took away from us the pressure of, of being behind uh, playing uh, at home. Second half was was ours. Uh, we had control. We had goals. We had beautiful actions, and we had still time for um, a very emotional thing for all of us. For all of us that stay close to to such a, a professional with one of the biggest injuries in in football, and the guy going over that and coming back was 
I think it was a joy for, for everyone, but uh, for us, close to him, it was more than that. It was was big emotion to see the, the big guy coming back. How impressed were you with Pop? It was top. It was top. Uh, it looks like uh, he was not out. He, he, he came back with, with a great performance. Really, really great performance. Great influence in, in the game. As I agree with him, he had to make the decision of coming out when he, if he feels the the first sign of fatigue because we don't go we don't want to go over over the limits. So he played a little bit more than an hour, and for that hour it looked like he wasn't he wasn't uh, for such a long time without playing football. Is the, re is the reality, Jose, that just, just some players are, are irreplaceable? Other players have yeah. the qualities and he's that. And, yeah. and is it a liberating sort of effect he has on the players around him? He affects, he affects our, our football. You know, when he was injured, I decided to close my mouth because I think it's, it's the best thing to do at the time. We cannot be crying. We have to play without a certain player. We have to try to find solutions that we that we have, but we all know, myself and, and the fellow players, we all know that some players they influence the level of uh, the level of the team. So within we have m much more creation, we have a, a second way out from the first phase and so happy, so happy. Let's see the best decision for Wednesday, if the best thing for him is to play again or if the best decision is is to rest because we is is a player that we need to we need to protect. It's a very it's almost a very direct uh, demonstration of his creativity and he talked about the leadership he showed, but also that movement to create the goal in an unexpected position to beat the man with the ball to the crowd. Yeah, well the team at all the team was, was flying. You know, second half the team was was free, was confident, had lots of, of bodies in, in attacking areas. We, we were dominating the game and uh, the players from the midfield were not afraid to, to arrive in, in finishing positions because the game was, was under control. That's why, honestly, I was seated and, and I was really enjoying the, the quality and many times the beauty of our game. You seem to enjoy Lukaku's goal especially. Yeah, because he's a striker. Strikers, they like to score goals. It's not a problem for me if he works like he always does and he doesn't score goals, but for their self-esteem, for their self-confidence, strikers, they want to score goals. And uh, he was not doing that for us for a few matches. And I know that that can affect a striker's confidence. So I was really happy that, that he scored that goal. Okay, last time, question. It's the first time, Jose, you think you started Marcus and Anthony in the Premier League together. Do you, how impressed were you by the way that they played? They both like to play in the same position. And that is, um, is difficult. They both prefer to play on the left than on the right. Uh, both playing with... Um, with another striker uh, through the middle, we lose um, a point of contact with with the midfield that we are used to, uh, with with the player playing behind behind the striker. But we we found them a certain a certain balance, and when 
And when they start fighting, sometimes both, one open in the left and another one in the mid-left between the striker and, and the left winger, was the moment where in the, in the first half we start, we start creating, um, creating more. But to be honest, Newcastle was probably the team that, um, not in the second half, but in the first half was the team that came here and um, we felt a little bit instability in our defensive areas. And I think that was clearly not because of defensive players, but was clearly because of our balance. So to play them, to play them together, give us things, but also take some things from us. Walking out of Old Trafford just after the final whistle, just listening to Jose Mourinho talking, and I enjoyed it today. I thought it was a good game. It was great to see Manchester United score four goals again. Great to see Paul Pogba back and so effective. I think he was the best player on the pitch, scored, set up. And as Jose Mourinho said, it's hugely important to modern day Manchester United. Good to see Zlatan Ibrahimovic come back after a very serious injury. And Marcus Rojo was obviously in a position to play because he was on the bench. I was impressed by Newcastle in the first half. Um, as Michael said before the game, Benitez, whatever slights have been slung at him from people among Manchester United fans, he's a very, very good football manager. And I watched him play at Burnley a couple of weeks ago. It's one of the worst games of football I've ever seen. And I can only think that if they decided to attack them, they might have actually got something out of that game rather than lose 1-0. And they were impressive at Old Trafford. United hit them back, two goals in the first half. We just took the pressure off the second half was all Manchester United. Uh, good spread of goal scorers, some really good balls into the box throughout, even when Manchester United were behind, even from Victor Lindelof, who is still uh, struggling to look like he's a top-class international uh, defender. And United's defence were was cut open a couple of times in the first half. But look, we won 4-1. I think that was really needed. United have not been scoring enough goals in recent matches. Um, with the two defeats at Huddersfield and also at Chelsea. So it was needed and there was pressure too because City won, Arsenal won, uh, Chelsea won. So all good, good day and, and good as a spectacle to come from behind and see your team win. So I'm going to head on to Basel I'm going over land I'm going via Watford, Brighton Dortmund and then I'm getting a train right down the Rhine I should get into Basel a few hours before the match on Wednesday so I'm looking forward to that and hopefully United will assure qualification to the knockout stage in the Champions League I see no reason why not and it would be good then to rest some players against CSKA ahead of the final group game against um, ahead of the Manchester Derby game which is a couple of days after that so thanks to everybody who bought United We Stand today at Old Trafford we really appreciate your support for buying the mag putting your hands in your pocket and buying the mag and we'll be joining you from Basel Hopefully, once again, we'll get some interesting guests. But 
good day for, for Manchester United, all things considered. Until Wednesday, goodbye.